I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. Congressman Hendrik Cuellar said that he got a call from White House Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas with good news. First of all, I got a call from the White House last night, a call from the Secretary of Homeland Security Mayorkas uh, early this morning. Uh, I have a call with uh, uh, the acting uh, uh, commissioner, uh, Troy Miller, to talk about some of the details. But I can tell you the details are being worked out right now. The good news is that in November, there's two phases. Phase number one will be in November. What date? We don't have the date, but it'll be in November, hopefully as soon as possible, uh, that we can uh, have, uh, that we can go ahead and have uh, the border open to non-essential. That is the people that were not able to come in. If they have proof of the vaccine, uh, they will be able to come into the United States. So that means tourists, family members to see their families or come shop, uh, that will open up. Uh, then in January, anybody coming into the U.S., uh, any foreigner, which means, of course, Canadian, but for us Mexicans, that means the essential and non-essential will have to get, uh, ha- have to show proof of vaccines, which means that the essential travelers, like uh, let's say the, the uh, truck drivers right now, uh, they will have to show proof of vaccination before they come in. So to all the trade industries, start talking to your drivers, start getting ready because uh, we don't want to be here in January and then say that your drivers do not have. So you got two months to get your drivers vaccinated. So I ask you to get ahead of the game. So what does this mean uh, for us? Uh, it, it means on two fronts, economics and family. Uh, economics, uh, as you know, before the, uh, before the, um, uh, the pandemic, we were getting 18 million Mexicans that would come in and spend $19 billion. Here's the reaction from Laredo Mayor Pete Sines. Yeah, I feel ecstatic, you know, and, and, and there's a, you know, it, there's more of an adjective or an adverb that I can use. <laughs> I was really using, uh, but it's, it's great news, extremely great news for the border area. As a uh, congressman you know, he alluded to and, and uh, was uh, clear, uh, you know, so many businesses have been impacted uh, heavily, you know, heavily here in the, uh, the downtown area specifically that depends so heavily on, on the Mexican shoppers. So, no, no, we're ecstatic uh, and, uh, and we're hoping that we're just waiting for that date, uh, you know, so we can see these, these uh, tourists and shoppers come to our city. Yeah, in terms of uh, the economy, uh, uh, you know, millions of dollars, uh, the congressman, as to what pro rata portion of that $19 billion Alredo gets, uh, I can assure you it's, it's a good you know, uh, a good 30, 40% of our sales tax uh, is derived uh, through that. And, uh, and of course, the families, uh, uh, the fact that Laredo and Laredo in the region is so closely connected uh, family-wise. Uh, so that's, that's going to mean uh, you know, a lot of hugs and kisses and, and a lot of celebrations here locally. Star County Camargo Bridge owner Sam Vale wants to know about setting up vaccination facilities at the ports of entry. Congressman, this is Sam Vale. Uh, I'd like to know if we can urge CBP to use local communities to set up vaccination facilities at the ports of entry for anybody coming in that does not have a vaccine or is willing to retake a vaccine. Uh, Sam, I want to th- I want to thank you, and I want to thank Pete uh, Science and other folks on the border of the. Um, uh, public officials on the border, the businesses that have been so uh, proactive on this issue. I want to thank all of y'all 
for working uh, on trying to open up the border. So first of all, second of all, yes, uh, that's one of the things that, you know, I know you've been working on this, that we got to start telling CBP, not every Mexican is, has a vaccine right now. Uh, and we got to figure out, uh, Mayor and Sam, uh, this binational vaccination uh, project, uh, you know, how do we do that for if somebody doesn't have a vaccine, let's help them get vaccinated. That's good for, for that individual in Mexico, and it's good for our economy. So uh, definitely that's one of the um, questions I have with um, the acting secretary, or should I say Commissioner Troy Miller, uh, to talk about, uh, hey, we, we just can't say, you know, ask for the proof. If there are Mexicans that don't have those uh, vaccines, I want to help them because it's to our own best interest to get Mexicanos vaccinated so they can come over and spend uh, the you know millions of dollars or billions of dollars across the United States. So we will work with you, Sam and, and uh, Mayor Pete and all the other border communities. Many of the ports have already done pilot projects on this and they and could really spring into action on a moment's notice. Yes, sir. And I wanna thank you and, 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 and uh, Mayor Pete Sines uh, and other folks are doing that right now. So uh, let's just uh, transform that uh, to, uh, to, uh, to more Mexicanos. Because again, if people question, why are we doing that? Well, it's to our own self-interest. It's not only helps the Mexicanos, but it will help our economy also. Hi, uh, my name is Angelina Villarreal. I'm the public relations specialist for Rio Grande City. And we've actually been working with uh, Mr. Sam Bale and, and our port here in Rio Grande City at the border. Uh, but I wanted to bring it up to uh, everyone's interest that we've, we've been reached out to by a Tim Ryder, which is a principal of a private uh, Reynosa school system. And they reached out to us to see if we could do some kind of uh, binational effort to help vaccinate their kids. And they actually, have, um, they actually have a partnership with South Texas College to send their high school kids to get their dual credit program. Um, they're also, I know that they, they spend over tens of thousands of dollars uh, to purchase all of their equipment, all of their tools, their education, English programs, they purchase them from here, from the United States. And so I wanted to see if we could try to help them because they reached out to us directly and they want to see if we can figure out a way to help vaccinate their kids because they do, they do impact our community here in Rio Grande City. Right. Well, thank you so much. And I, I want to thank you for being so creative and so innovative there uh, as other border communities. You know, my message to Washington is let the border, it, take the input from the border communities uh, so we can be creative and innovative uh, to allow this uh, cross uh, um, you know, the crossing of uh, Mexicanos over here, whether it's for educational purposes or business or just family, let's get creative and listen to the border community. So thank you so much for what you're all doing in Rio Grande City. Steve yeah. Taylor here, Rio Grande Guardian. Yes. Hey, how are you? Congressman, great. Um, to answer your question earlier, you mentioned that you didn't see a problem with the children being allowed across the uh, bridges. In Mexico, the, the rule is you can't get the vaccine unless you're over 18. So anyone under 18 cannot get the vaccine. So are you saying that uh, they will be allowed, anyone under 18 basically is gonna be allowed across the bridges? No, I didn't say that. Uh, I said that, um, that uh, those are some of the details that we're looking at, uh, where I assume that they're gonna take the same position that we allow our younger kids uh, to, um, uh, you know, the way we treat the, the younger kids here in the U.S. So 
I'm hoping that CBP and I will be talking to the commissioner about that part. Also, I got from my staff here uh, what's accepted under who. Uh, so I will get you uh, the information, Modena, under who. It's Modena, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, uh, Oxford, the Astro that I mentioned, Serum Institute of India is another one, Sinoharm, uh, Beijing, uh, that's a Chinese. Uh, and then there's uh, Sinovac. Uh, I don't know where that one's from. So there are uh, one, about seven uh, vaccines. So uh, Jose will get that over to you all uh, immediately. So you can see what's under the U.S. and what's allowed under the WHO. You can get an idea of that. So we'll, we'll send you what's under the WHO and what's under the America. And that should give you a pretty good idea. My second question was in that last webinar, you said that you were, about, you were just about to meet with the State Department. And I brought up the question about the Mexican visa holders who've allowed their visas to lapse. You know, it's been so long, they haven't got $100 just to go and get a new visa if they can't get across. So people just didn't renew. So there's going to be a huge backlog. That's what's been predicted, a huge backlog. Will the State Department have enough staff in the different uh, consular offices in Mexico to handle this? Or will those Mexican visa holders have to wait a year, nine months or more to get a visa? Yeah. And, and as you know, this is a pandemic uh, that we, we have not seen over 100 years. There will be some logistical issues. We will work with the, uh, the uh, State Department so they can move this as soon as possible. Uh, and uh, we will work on that. I mean, uh, you know, that's something that I will uh, work on the appropriations, uh, but that appropriations won't be done by the end of the year. Uh, so it, it, that's a very good question. A very good comment, uh, Steve, but we will work with them. But uh, quite honestly, we're trying to trying to get out of this pandemic. We're trying to open up the borders. If you think about it, this border, except for the essential, but I call the non-essential essential in my book. But anyway, the non-essentials, the border restrictions have been here since March of 2020. Uh, and by the time they open it up to everybody, uh, it's going to be, you know, a year and a half. So those are some very good logistical issues that we will work with, uh, with the State Department. And I will ask the State Department they, they got to move on this as soon as possible. Thank you. The White House now says that fully vaccinated foreigners can enter the U.S. starting November the 8th. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. The downtown, whether it's downtown Laredo or downtown and in uh, any part of the border, uh, this basically means uh, that they will get their shoppers back, which means that this will be a very good Christmas uh, for those shoppers and it's coming in. 